Welcome to the next generation of energy with Rosewater Energy Group. Traditionally, power availability has been the overriding objective for home automation. But 21st century advances have shifted this paradigm. It's no longer a question of power availability. The real question is, how good is your power? Our podcast explores the shifting paradigm to educate our listeners on the importance of power quality, the foundation upon which premium home automation is built. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Next Generation of Energy podcast brought to you by Rosewater Energy. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and as always, I'm joined by Joe Piccarilli, the CEO of Rosewater Energy. Joe, welcome back for another episode. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Tyler. It's great to be back for another episode. I hope you're doing well. I am doing fantastically. And, you know, we have a lot of, of, of great stuff that we can talk about here on the podcast today, but we wanted to hone in on one specific avenue. And that is you've run into a bit of a situation, right, where integrators tell you that they're unwilling to discuss Rosewater products because they don't want to give off the impression that they're too expensive, right? And so break this down for us. Break down this situation that you're seeing in the marketplace, and then we can dive a little bit more into some of the specifics. All right. I I will try and break it down. It is interesting to me because what I have run into is people saying, you know, I don't want to risk losing the project by presenting products that are expensive. And It's interesting because as I thought it through, and I certainly can understand the fear. I mean, you have, you think you have a job landed, and if you're going to add what you believe to be an exorbitant amount of money to that job, you'll stand a chance of looking expensive. You know, I get all of those fears. But really, you have to take a step back and say, well, what is my duty to the client? And that's what I think people are missing in this, particularly in the world of energy, which On its good days, is really confusing. On its bad days, it's impossible to understand. Right. And if you were to take a step back and say, okay, how can I present a series of facts to a client so that that client can make the appropriate value judgment? It becomes obvious, at least to me, that unless you know what the very best can do, And then what happens when you choose products to do less than the best, which cost less? How does a client make that judgment that says, wait, if that little piece that I'm giving up, that's not worth it. I've got to, I want to spend that money or, you know, I can afford to give that up. And what we're asking our clients to do is make a value judgment. And it is, of course, a value judgment that is based on their values not my values or your values, it's their values. So I think it becomes extremely important that we, one, first define what our roles are. And our roles are really the people we hold information. We are, I hate to use this analogy, somewhat like Google, we are the aggregator of information. We have to present that information in a cogent fashion so that our clients can allocate appropriate budget. And I think that's where this whole thing goes off the rails because you're sitting there going, oh, my God, the client only has this amount of money to allocate. Well, we don't know that. (laughs) We have no idea. Even when the client says, I only want to spend X dollars, the client is generally coming up with that number because a friend told him or her. Right. It is not based on information that they have within the industry, because if they had all that information about energy, they wouldn't need us to make a decision. They could just go out and 
go, I want that. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, as we said earlier, this field is so confusing that no one can make that judgment without help. So that's that's really what I, you know, what prompted me to have this discussion today is let's talk about it and let's talk about what our jobs are and what it means to really assist clients out there. So, you know, that that's what I'm thinking about. And, and you and I are discussing this off air a little bit. You know, there are, there are people who were introduced to the world of energy and energy storage and renewable energy based on return on investment. And that was the first thrust. Oh, your electricity bill is going to go to zero, which was, of course, was. Or, you know, this thing will pay for itself in like four days. Well, not exactly. So the entire industry decided that renewable energy and in particular battery backup that is paired with it is all about return on investment. Of course, there's a great deal more to what's going on here, because as we have discussed in previous broadcasts, this, there's this power quality component. And how much is it worth to someone, a client, to make sure that all of their equipment functions properly at all times, regardless of what the utilities provide? And, in, and unless we are able to come out and say, hey, if you want the most complete solution that will give you battery backup, that will condition your power, that will do all of these things, integrate renewables, and that that particular product is X dollars in price. And then if you, oh, if that component is not important to you and this component is, is important, here's what those differences can be. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it... It reminds me to an extent uh, of thinking you know what you want in a home, right? If you're gonna if you're gonna shop for a house, for instance, and then you see a, a different house with maybe some things that you didn't think that you wanted, but now that you've seen it, you're like, well, now I I kind of have to have that, right? But it's hard to put a dollar value on on power quality, like you mentioned, and the convenience and the peace of mind that that offers for some people that that's obviously going to be worth it, you know. And so to not present that as an option assumes that you know best when you probably don't, right? Correct. And I think the house analogy is perfect because any, you know, any of us who have been involved in buying a house and no matter how many times you buy a house, you run into the same thing. Oh God, I didn't know you could get that. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't you tell me? Because you know? <laughs> now my budget, let's see, is now 2X. You know? <laughs> and that's, it doesn't stop people from buying houses, <laughs> never has. So I, I think that's an excellent analogy. And I think I know one that I use often as well, because it is most people have never had to go out and buy a bulldozer. So you just sit down and say, okay, if I had, Tyler, I want you to go out and buy me a bulldozer. How much should you bring with you? You're clueless. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> clueless. But you might want to start out by going, well, wait, what do bulldozers cost? You know, so, okay, the very best, biggest, and baddest bulldozer is X. And, you know, the not-so-biggest and baddest saves me, you know, 20%. Mm -hmm. Then you can start making a decision on a product you know absolutely nothing about. So I, I think all of that, um, it becomes extremely important. And I think that's what our dealers lose sight of. They lose sight of, wait a minute. What's my job? I'm not going to lose it. And in fact, as an expert, if I am an expert in this field, 
The only way I can prove my expertise is to let people know that I know every product available. Hmm. I know what the very best is, and I know how you can get by for very little money. And oh, by the way, this is what you give up. Hmm. And, and I, I think that's that becomes extremely critical. We have grown very, very narrow in our focus. I think part of it has been that, you know, during the pandemic, when it comes to everything in your house, networking, home theater, people were just stocking up because they weren't leaving their houses. And I think people are going in there and saying, well, this sale's easy. I can take the easy way out and just here's a budget. Cool. I'll do it. That's fine in the short run. But in the long run, you start eating your children. That's just not good. You know, yeah. the future sales are gone. So it, it becomes extremely important. And I'm, I'm hoping that whoever sees and listens to this will comment on it because I know that, you know, I've been selling my whole career been doing it for a long time and so i'm somewhat jaded in my ways but i i have never run into a problem ever by showing people the very best because as we talked about earlier the incremental difference in improvement as you get better and better becomes more and more expensive and you sit down and say well wait what is worth it to the client, not for me? And then anything the client buys appears to be an excellent value relative to the very best, if that's not what he, he or she chooses to buy. So as a salesperson, a consultative salesperson, I just can't come up with a better way of doing it. And it, it certainly has been successful for me throughout right. my career. So I, I am hoping now that as people get used to introducing the concept of energy management, energy storage, and power improvement in their houses. They become more comfortable with presenting to people, here is, if you want the most complete, if you want the very best, this, these are the prices we're talking about. Hmm. And I am here to tell you, I believe that will never, you never, well, never a strong word, you will rarely put the sale at risk. Right, right. I, I think that's a good point. And is there an element to this, Joe, that you feel that maybe some integrators are unsure about the benefits of energy management or aren't totally sold on the impacts of it? Is there an element of this that, that you think is tied into that? Or is that maybe a separate issue? Oh, no, I think that's such a good question. And the <laughs> answer is yes. I think there is an element where this industry has been used to selling particularly power quality products that work at the rack level that are relatively inexpensive and in many cases have just been added into the sale at the mm -hmm. end without any real, hey, you should have this. And, you know, sales budgets work on the LIFO principle, last in, first out. And, you know, the, the clients will sit there and, and say, you know what, uh, it's just because it has not been presented as why you should have this. It has been presented as you should have this. So that will be the first thing always eliminated from budget. And they're used to these products costing, you know, a couple thousand dollars, not tens of thousands or a hundred thousand. So I think there is a, a fear level that comes from just lack of knowledge. Right. I accept part of the blame for that as I go out and teach, because it is when we first started Rosewater, I had no idea what the product would cost. My goal was to build the very best product. Now, many manufacturers will all remain unnamed. Choose a price point 
Well, the price point average in this product category is $1,500. So they build a product to that price point. So the price point goes on before the quality goes in. The Rosewater philosophy was totally the opposite. I just went out, uh, my partners and I went out and said, okay, let's figure out how to build the very best product. And then we'll figure out how much it costs after we build it. Right. And that, you know, when you look at it, you look at all the great brands. I am pretty sure that the people who make the Rolex watch don't build it to a price point. I am very sure the people who build a Ferrari don't build it to a price point. You know, it's just, okay, I want to build a car that will do this, and I want the very best one. I want to build what I think is the best timepiece in the world. And that kind of passion is what our clients need to know exists. And, that, and that's a huge difference. And our dealers, of course, our dealer base, we're really not used to being told that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they become, well, wait a minute, what do you mean? It's, you know, a hundred times that price. <laughs> yes, because in order to do it correctly, if you're looking to do the very best, this is what it costs. That's not taking a thousand dollar product and multiplying by a hundred and saying, okay, I'm going to get away with it. <laughs> this is, if you are going to build the very best, this is what it costs. And your clients should know that products like this exist. And it doesn't matter what whether it's energy products or TV or an audio system, it doesn't matter. You should know. I mean, you know, in the world of audio, there are a pair of loudspeakers out there that cost $1 million. Yep. And yep. I'll tell you, I've heard them. They're damn good. <laughs> and incrementally, over a pair of loudspeakers that cost a mere 100000 you may say, I don't know that they're worth 10 times the money. On the other hand, if you want the very best, they're it. There's no job about it. So, you know, it's in that same vein. And we keep trying to impose our values on someone else. And that's unfair. That's an excellent point and a great way of putting it. And you started off that answer talking about education. Where can people go? What resources do we have in addition to the podcast, obviously, because that's primarily what we're doing here on a regular basis is educating people and educating integrators and, and people like that. What other resources exist to help educate people on what Rosewater does, the effects of energy management, and, and all of the, the various things that we're discussing here today? Well, certainly, if you visit our website at rosewaterenergy.com, there are tremendous amounts of information on the product specificity, why the product category is important. We are embarking on a series of both video clips and articles that talk about how you present this product. The actual sales process, and again, after spending a significant time on the road with my sales manager lately, and my sales manager pounding this into my head, saying, okay, Joe, we need to go out and figure out how to make people comfortable presenting this product. And we are really creating a significant amount of content that certainly will be well fleshed out by the end of December that will help all of our dealers learn to present and position not just our products, but all of the very best products in category. It goes beyond just presenting rose water. It goes to, hey, if you're going to present the best, this is how you do it. And then, I don't know if you know, Tyler, we're coming to visit to do a full video shoot centered around this very topic in, a, I guess, in two weeks. I can't wait. I can't I'm wait. Excited. That's going to be fun because we'll have a bunch of dealers from around the country 
on film, and uh, and we're going to ask them these same questions straight up, you know. So you won't just hear it from me, who we already know is not a particularly objective source. You know, you'll hear it from dealers who are successful or who are trying to be successful. So that's going to be a lot. Of that's that's going to be excellent. Now, I think uh, some fantastic pieces of content will will come from that, and some really great educational tools as well. And Joe, I wonder, you know, I, I know our audience here are primarily integrators, but how can consumers, if if someone is listening to this from a consumer perspective, push to understand what the best is and maybe demand a little bit more from dealers and from people along those lines? Uh, is can, can consumer demand play a role in in pushing for better education and to understand? Hey, I want the best in my home. I want you to go out and and get it for me, sort of thing. Can can consumers play that role in this as well? Yes, I think consumers can play a greater role in this, and I I think the consumer consumers have to be, and, and many of them are afraid to ask this question. Mm-hmm. And consumers have to go out there and say, okay, what is the very best product out there? I don't care what you're talking about. Just tell me what what's the best. And I, I think that that becomes a very important question. And from a consumer standpoint, I understand the hesitancy saying, well, this guy thinks I'm going to spend this on the moon and the stars, and I don't want to give him that, you know, I don't want to give him that indication. But the fact is, if you ask what is the best, and then you follow up by saying, okay, why is that the best? Yeah. What makes it the best? Why is it the best? And then what happens if I want the second best? What does that mean? Those are the simple questions that consumers can start to ask. We, again, are building because we're, we're moving in the direction you and I have been talking about for a while. We're going to divide our website into two. We are going to have a consumer-facing website that will have, okay, this is how you go out and shop for this product. This is the questions you have to ask. Because if you don't ask these questions, people will make assumptions that are not necessarily correct. Mm. And I, and I think that's the best way consumers can deal with this. Well, Joe, as we start to wrap up this episode today, any final thoughts, anything you want to leave our, our listeners and viewers with here after this conversation that they walk away with? Well, what I'd really love to do is, as we wrap this up, is to get people listening, people who see this and who play it back later on. If you have comment, please comment to me at Rosewater, Joe Pick at rosewater.energy.com, because I'd love to know your thoughts. Because many of your thoughts, particularly you know, dealers and clients, will shape what our next broadcasts are about, what our next podcast, and they will certainly shape the content of our website. So I'm going to go out there with a plea. Please help us out because we're, we're more than happy to provide information that is not necessarily specific to Rosewater, but we are passionate about the category and what is specific to the category. And that's what I'd like to leave our listeners with. Excellent stuff. Reach out to Joe there. He gave his email address just a moment ago. You can also go to rosewaterenergy.com and check out what they have there. And I'm sure there's there's a contact button there on the page as well where people can get in touch, obviously follow along with everything going on at Rosewater Energy and stay up to date with the latest. And so, of course, make sure to visit rosewaterenergy.com. And you can go back and listen to previous episodes of the podcast there as well. Find more information and more educational materials there uh, on the website. Joe, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for joining me for another episode and can't wait to see you here in Dallas here in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it, Tyler, and thank you. 
Absolutely. And thank you, listeners and viewers, for joining us for another episode of The Next Generation of Energy. Like Joe said, make sure to reach out if you have questions, comments. If you want to learn more just about this segment of the industry, make sure to reach out and uh, and talk to Joe about that. Get that conversation started and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. So stay tuned for that. But for this one, for my co-host, Joe Piccarilli, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.